0: hello friends and welcome back to another episode of football manager therapy i'm your host rich owens and joining me on let's be honest a pretty gray and dismal morning it's the fm team they're here to brighten my day it's the united city fm it's jeba kev how are we pal
1: I'm good, thank you, mate. Um, can I just uh, pull the curtain back for everyone? Second time on the intro, this one we've messed up the first time, or technology did. You were far funnier the first time round, mate. I, that gag was amazing. <laughs> I, I'm so sad that nobody else is going to hear it, but you know, it yeah. is what it is. It's one of those things. But yeah, it's good to see it. It's good to be here. Hope I uh, hope you guys are well. But I'm doing great. Really looking forward to the next hour or so.
0: Lovely, lovely. And we're happy to have you, as always. Um, last time we did this, because technology let us down, last time we did this, um, I, I made some kind of reference to, to Jeb of having a, a beard trim and looking really handsome.
2: You are still looking really handsome, Jeb. Uh, how's it going? Uh, it's weird. Like, my beard's not been this short for a long time. Like, like I said, that that it's not there. Like, I, <laughs> I can't do nervous, like, grips of a beard that I normally do on, obviously, probably if it's for video video watches audio i normally pull my beard as i'm talking or just just as i keep going on i don't do that anymore so i need to find I'm not going to say other things to pull because that's just taking us down a different route in the podcast. Wow, it's right? taken a let, turn let's isn't it? Let, let's go, let's go, Rich. T- tell yeah. us about the show today. <laughs> Football manager. Yay! <laughs>
0: yeah, let's all let's all find about what Jed isn't going to be pulling uh during on during today's show. Um, because we you know we we have to if I have to learn how to age restrict things, I'm gonna be furious. Um this is the thing today it's a really really weird show because again, another exciting look behind the podcasting curtain. Sometimes Sometimes, sometimes we plan ahead for this podcast, and I'd set the fellow some homework this week. Uh, we we had some ideas and things to do. We may revisit another time, so I won't give too much information away. But I'd set some homework. and I was like, right, that will make a fun record on Saturday morning, and then and then last week, uh, SI went, no, Rich, no, you're not going to make that episode for your podcast because we're going to release the winter update. We're going to fire that out. We're going to change football manager. We're going to make a whole bunch of changes. And it would feel daft if we kind of didn't spend a good amount of time talking about that, about what's going on, about what, what's changed, what hasn't changed. Is it for the better? Mostly, yes. Yes, it is. Um, I've got the list up in front of me. I've got the list in front of me for a point of reference, because it's around that time of year, isn't it? We talked on a previous podcast about how football manager can sometimes feel a little bit in terms of like, the, in terms of the timing of things, it can feel a little bit strange because as we're now in March, as we record this episode, we're in March, and they've just released kind of the winter update. So the season in real life is nearly over, but in the cycle of FM, the game's been out for around four months now, so it feels like the right time to be making these big updates and big changes to the game. Uh, in terms of the main ones, I've got a nice little list up in front of front of me here as well as your standard kind of you know stability and, and crash issues that they will always look to improve as the cycle of the game goes on quite a few different bits and pieces here quite a few different bits and pieces in terms of the match engine and i think that's the biggest fix or the biggest amount of changes i've noticed so far just to give a, just to give a brief update of some of the bits and pieces they've looked at fixes to reduce mistakes from bad touches in certain areas of the pitch uh defenders not preparing correctly for crosses in certain situations. Uh, improvements to defender reactions to long through balls. That's a big one. Uh, tweaks to make attacking players move quicker to support counter-attacks. Um, improvements to how AI managers use different midfielder role combinations. Uh, improvements to central defenders and defensive midfielder positioning from long goal kicks. Uh, improvements to how attacking wide players track back when defending. Um, fixes for defending wide indirect free kicks from the edge of the area that for my saves is a big one Uh, and then it's just little bits of pieces of like data information as well so headers one statistic now it accounts for contested headers other little bits and pieces um developmenting developmental loans for ai teams they've changed bits and pieces there as well um but the big ones mostly seem to be match engine based. And of course, you've got all of your kind of player updates, you've got, um, you know, attribute upgrades and downgrades, you know, got whole loads of uh, improvements and and updated facts and figures for the main basis of the game itself. Um, Having all spent a little bit of time in the game since the patch has come out, um, looking at some of the, the match engine fixes they've talked about there is this anything that you've kind of noticed having a big impact on things that you, you you've been doing the way you've been playing the game things you've been noticing
2: uh sorry to ruin this no <laughs> 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 i think, think the issue is like, thanks everyone uh, see you next week yeah. but,
1: great podcast
2: yeah exactly yeah exactly and spo- spoiler alert uh, uh we'll we'll do a little save update probably after this but mm. i've been promoted with pescara so we're in serie a now uh i didn't get a chance to buy any defenders because i didn't have any money to and my defenders have been absolutely useless since i'm going to Zeria. we have conceded 29 goals in 11 games uh including seven against one team and six against another so i can't see many defensive uh improvements just yet like i think maybe playing a bit bit differently maybe playing a, a different save i might see that on that side that that way i think the the stuff that's been added into draft mode is quite exciting. Finally, there's no nobody has to unpause the draft every single round. Nobody has to do that anymore. <laughs> Apparently, that's finally been fixed. We'll find out tomorrow. Uh, and then the I think the ups, upgrades and downgrades of various players as well makes it very interesting. My favourite Polinia has been upgraded to thirty-eight million rather than sad being fourteen million. Yeah, very sad days. But then a lot of players have been downgraded. Quite significantly as well. I think Jamie Vardy at 5 million, Calvert Lewin at 15 million. That's going to make some drafts very interesting, in particular. Yeah. With Premier League drafts that are very popular, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's the community. But I, I i like to see how these defender reactions, and I, one of the other ones that I did see was there's less frequent goalkeeper bloopers. They actually even called them bloopers as well. <laughs> uh I played a little bit through my save last night off stream and uh, I had two goalkeeper bloopers with my really, to be fair, he's, he's quite an outstanding goalkeeper, but he made some horrific mistakes for me. So I'm not sure how much they've improved there. Like I said, I think I haven't played enough of the winter update to, to give a full rounded opinion on it. And I think because I've just been promoted and I don't have a lot of money and I don't have a established defense, I can't really see those defensive improvements somebody who has played a bit more than me and he's got a bit more defenders i guess kev probably some more
1: yeah ultimately i was really really happy with the list that we've got of potential things that they've been looking at even if you know ultimately not all of them come to fruition as well as we'd like maybe we'll find out over the prolonged period of time over the next few months but i'm really happy with that list because they're obviously identifying a lot of things that the community that we are part of as the content creators on the likes of Twitch and YouTube, uh, we've been talking about for a little while, and some of us quite vehemently against how the game is currently playing, etc. So I'm happy about that. In itself, I mean, anything that deals with any form of defenders being stupid, I will be absolutely delighted with. For myself, I've played a little bit um, over the last couple of days on, uh, on on the new patch. And I think there are some improvements that I've seen. I think that um, I don't feel like my game is performing any differently or my tactic is performing any differently for myself, particularly. I think before the patch I was getting sort of one goal wins, you know, one-nil, two, two, one, that sort of thing, and that kind of continued. So it's still playing the same. I think I have noticed a couple of defensive uh improvements, better, better quality defending occasionally, but And there is still a but, unfortunately. Uh, At least a couple of times on my stream yesterday, there were still a couple of goals that I conceded which were literally down to defenders watching attackers do their thing. And it just that's the thing above everything else that just drives me to distraction is just my defenders watch uh, threaded balls through the middle or over the top or around the sides. And my defenders go, oh, look, ball went over there. And the attackers are going, yay, woo! And it's still (laughs) happening, to my mind. Uh, Whether it happens as regularly, we'll find out over time, over the next few weeks as we play more. So I think there's still some of that. Um, I'm not totally convinced that a month from now, the community will be going, oh, well, that's all great now. It's all sorted. We've got no problems and it's all perfect. Why didn't they do this before? I still think it will be tinged with, it's not still quite right, but there's little improvements, maybe, maybe, but... Uh, As Jeb was saying, you know, drafting terms as well, there's been some interesting changes in there. I ran a community draft on my channel on Thursday uh, for the United City community, which was great. And that thing of being the host of the draft and every five minutes going, I need to unpause it. I need to unpause it. I need to unpause it (laughs) for whatever reason, because I sneezed or whatever it is that was setting it off. I don't know, but it drove me nuts. So if they've changed that, then that's great. But here's the rub, gents. On the evening after the update came out, I was in, I believe it was Steve Hood's um, channel, watching him do some drafting on the rankings rivals or the rival rankings, whichever way around that's supposed to be, the team event that's going on at the moment. I think I still saw it pausing a lot. I'm not 100% sure, but I think I did. And I think they were on the new patch. So we'll see. I remain slightly guarded on that one. But overall, as I say, the thing that delights me more than anything else at this moment is that they are identifying the things that I would like them to change, even if they don't get it totally right at this point. You'd imagine that in the next iteration of the game completely, surely they'd iron some of these things out in a better way. So that's kind of where I sit at the moment. But maybe there are improvements. We'll we'll see over the next few weeks a bit more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, you know, at the time of recording this, we record this Saturday mornings, Saturday afternoon. Um, We've all, as I say, we've all spent a little bit of time um, in the match engine kind of post-update. I found it, I was streaming on Thursday night myself. Um, Looking down that list, I think I noticed, and uh, we were talking about this on stream, um, it's a tricky one because you don't want to be too overly analytical um you know it's it's very very easy when you you know start playing any kind of game that's been updated um it's really really easy to look at every single mistake that's made or every slight tweak and every slight change um and just go oh that's the update the update's broken everything um you know i'm i'm managing in in retro database i've got my Into my land save i'm in my second season now i've built a fantastic team who last time i streamed on monday night or maybe even last thursday um, i put a screenshot up of of ronaldo in that database scored nine goals in one game against Fiorentina nine <laughs> goals in one game. Didn't even get man of the match. Didn't even pick up man of the match, but scored wow. nine. And you start looking at that, you think, well, it's broken. He's the best striker in the world and he's going to break all the records, uh, this year. Uh, and it's going to be fantastic to watch. It's gonna be really, really, really great fun. Um, Thursday night when I streamed he had slowed down comparatively he'd slowed down loads he still scored a bundle of goals over the course of the stream but you sat there thinking to yourself is this is this because they've they've patched Is this the only way, is this the only way they realized they could stop Ronaldo in the retro database was to patch the game entirely? um, Victimizing me personally, is this the only way it could be done? Because Maldini couldn't stop him, Cannavaro couldn't stop him, Lillian Turam couldn't stop him. So SI have gone, don't worry, boys, we've got this. Um, It's hard to say. It is really, really hard to say. Um, A lot of the changes that they've made in terms of things like, for example, the way defenders are defending kind of, you know, long through balls, that was a really important part of my tactic. So I had a wide midfielder who was playing really, really great, long through balls to a player like Ronaldo, who's got all the traits to you know, break the back line, plays on the shoulder of the last man. Um, just the perfect combination uh, there. And I found that to be significantly less effective on Thursday night as it had been previously. I mean, to the point where it it seemed to be the the system that my team were were playing around. I've got a wide midfielder on support who was looking to get the balls over the top into Ronaldo, and that was where a lot of his goals were coming from. Uh, We had a highlight in the stream earlier in the week where the wide midfielder tries the long ball over the top. It bounced through to the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper played it long. My defence won the header, worked the ball straight back out to the wide midfielder who tried to do the exact same thing again, overhit the pass again, went to the goalkeeper, back to the defenders who worked the ball back out to the wide midfielder third time of asking played the pass better and Ronaldo scored and that was all the same highlighter that took place in about 30 to 35 seconds of like in-game gameplay and it's like well this is what works let's just carry on doing this until it works and the patches that they've made the change they've made to the defensive awareness to how effective that tactic is is not as effective anymore so for somebody like myself, I'm now going to have to go away, look at that tactic that was very effective and rework how I play. Um, you know, it's the tactic that won me the last FMT versus the community draft, which we are also recording tomorrow night. So maybe I'm going to have to make changes and I don't want to make changes because I thought I was finally good at the game. Um, it's, so that's a frustrating one for me personally. Um, this
1: this does happen quite a lot though, doesn't it? I remember hmm. this being the case at this point in the FM22 cycle for me. I had a brilliant 4-3-1-2 uh, formation that was winning me tournaments. I won the Winter hmm. Cup and all sorts of other bits and pieces around it in draft mode and it was working out. And then all of a sudden it just fell through the floor around this sort of time. And then if you remember for the second half of the uh, the cycle last time around, it became that three striker. Uh, formation mm. that was just obliterating everybody draft mode wise and stuff. So I think there's there's always a point in the game cycle where they bring out certain things and and this is what we are asking them to do after all. We've been asking them for the last four months, please rebalance this, please restructure this and then of course if you're uh, Rich, you were saying specifically that your type of tactic was very much designed of those long through balls through to your striker. Ronaldo's got the pace to get past defenders and over the top and you were exploiting the match ending. I was doing that a little bit at this point a year ago in that 4-3-1-2 with the shadow striker and they, they were working brilliantly well at that moment and, and it, it worked for me. And then it changes. And that's the thing about FM23 will be the same as every other year is that at this point, we draft tomorrow evening as we currently sit here and talk in the FMT versus community, and none of us really know whether our com- our drafting tactics are going to work tomorrow evening or not at all, it's mm-hmm. because the last time I drafted was Thursday afternoon before the patch came out, and so who knows what it's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be fun finding out, but it could be complete chaos for the next few weeks trying to figure out something that works again, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. You guys have it-
2: drafting tactics. Sorry, <laughs> i do mine's just the same like i said i don't <laughs> want tournaments and things like that but mine's just the same uh i think the, there's a couple of things that i have noticed like think, thinking on a little bit further the the most frustrating animation that there is in the game it seems to have disappeared and that's where a defender gets a ball and he puts his foot on it and stands there and they he passes to another defender and they put their foot on the ball and, and then it just goes along your back line the older was like what are you do stop doing that <laughs> like you've got control of the ball you don't need to stop it dead like that i've noticed that i think that's gone away a little bit and then the other one was uh my fullback seem to be scoring more or getting into goal scoring positions and the like i said my tactics haven't adjusted if it's changed I've, I've kind of kept things the same but my fullbacks are now getting into goal scoring positions which was a lot less frequent until till the patch but that just might be they've evolved a little bit more now they're up in syria but mm-hmm. may, maybe those those are the interesting things i've noticed but just not really noticed until thought about a little bit further thanks for giving me some time to do that <laughs> okay, anytime
0: it's what we do i, I was going to say i've noticed the um my most frustrating animation again your fullbacks or your wingbacks picking up the ball and then just walking two or three yards and then just turning 180 and just standing there. Like, ah ha ha ha, ha. You yeah. can't tackle me. You can't do it. I bet you got not Ah, you've tackled me, and now you're yeah. breaking. Oh, this is so, embarrassing. I, I, for me. I won't.
1: I won't bother running back with you or anything. I'll just watch no. you go because I'm just a bit embarrassed.
2: And it's, yeah, you know,
0: have it. Have a go. See what you can do. Exactly. <laughs> you, sir, I mean, have called my bluff. Congratulations. It's nice. It's um, nice but, to
2: see my fullbacks putting crosses in, like, or putting attacking mm. moves on the right side of things because they used to be really good at stopping in the like, on the the touchline and just playing a perfect ball through to the, the the opposing striker to score i mm. don't know how many goals conceded that way hopefully that's gone away as well actually fingers crossed
0: fingers crossed um that would that would be nice that would be nice because defensive errors are something that i think everybody who's played the game this year has had some kind of experience with um not to say that they don't happen in in real life um there's a wonderful clip from mm. uh from i think they're from the mls Earlier this week, where uh, Austin FC just their, their defender just turned around and plays a ten yard back ten yard back pass to uh, an opposition striker who's just very very offside, who then just turns around and scores. So it's not to say these things don't happen in real life but maybe to the extent they were happening in the match engine seems a little bit excessive sometimes. So smarter defenders is always going to be a bonus. So in terms of the PVP landscape of football manager, I think that's about to change quite dramatically moving forward too. Uh, We were talking last week on podcast about how, uh, you know, McKinsey's opinions on it, um, his, you know, plug in and play and just have a good time. Obviously, you've got people that take it more seriously. And as we've said previously, there's no right or wrong way of playing the game. Everyone is entitled to do so. With some of the bigger PvP competitions coming up, like at the time of recording, next weekend it's going to be the next instalment of the FM playoffs. It's playoffs weekend. We've gone through two paths to the playoffs. Um, it's a very it's a stacked field. It's gonna be a really interesting competition regardless. Things like the winter update are now surely going to be having a really, really big impact on how people are playing, how people are setting up. Um, I mean, Jeb, as somebody who's like heavily involved, do you see this being a much more kind of open competition compared to previous playoffs?
2: Uh, I don't know, actually. it's Some people just always win. And I think uh, some people are just serial winners. They, they, they find a way to go through with it, I think. There'll be adjustments to a couple of systems. There'll be adjustments to draft plans, I think, more than anything else. Some of those players that were affordable, so cheap, and I think are now very expensive. Uh, and some of the players that were very expensive are now very cheap as well, but they've obviously had attribute drops as well. It's finding those, who's had these big boosts and who hasn't had these big boosts, I think. That'll be where the drafting scene goes. I think free kicks, corners they've not been touched again. I mean, I think I made the complaint in my first two or three games that I did on stream on Thursday night. I conceded three corners and it's, I don't usually concede from corners. So I was like, they've, they've not nerfed it. They're boosted corners again. It's happened horribly. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. I think it, corner routines seem to always be the, the one that people look at in drafting and their post corners. I so don't know how many times we go to a highlight on the playoffs or past the playoffs or anything. And, The the pundit will just go, it's a near post corner. You don't need to see it. Everyone's seen them like four times already today. So I think that that's where I'd love to see like a nerfing or obviously set pieces just in general just need a little bit. Because the amount of frustration that people get when you change those players around, but your, your best header is now five foot four or something along those lines on your back post. You've got a small striker instead of a tall striker but you, it just doesn't adapt to change, change to that way. Hopefully an FM24 thing that comes around. I think the, for the PvP drafting scene, I think corners, free kicks. If they can just just be made a little harder to score from, mm. it'll make the yeah. drafting scene a little bit better. Mm. Speaking of somebody who won a drafting competition with or near post headers in the group stages. <laughs> so... <laughs> you got to play the meta <laughs> you
0: have. exactly exactly jebru has identified the problem uh, and it's him yeah. as it turns out yeah yeah i think we we've we've all been we've all, yeah we've we've all found ourselves on, on the end of those um, i had a again a great set of games for the neutral uh, in my qualifier for the fm super league uh, last month against mctyler uh, who's gone on to qualify for the, the whole competition. So congratulations to him. Um, again, somebody who has got a very, very effective um, set piece routine from corners. Uh, and my Virgil van Dyke could do nothing against it. And I've heard good things about Virgil van Dyke, and it's the first time I've ever drafted him. And he just went, nah, sorry, mate, I've got no idea. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, there's just some big Norwegian lad on the near post, and I can't do anything about it. boss, is that going to be a problem? Uh, it was, as it turns out, it was a massive problem for me. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of talk, um, Kev, especially about things like people have been asking for things like a set piece creator moving forwards is that something that you would be hoping to see yourself in in future fms
1: uh to to a point yes i think that the mm. there needs to be an overhaul of the set piece creation and how balanced they all are and what impact they can have on the game i think that the challenge is the more complicated you make it the more uh involved you make it the more you make it a possibility that somebody can find a way to break it is in a mm. bizarre kind of way i think Uh, So I think they've got to be really careful about how they redo it. But I think for me, it is just if you can be a little bit more creative on how you set your set pieces up and what you're asking your players to do. But in game, they've also balanced it so it has less of uh, uh, of an opportunity to succeed. Overall, then I think we're on to a winner, potentially. They've got to find that balance between them. But yeah, in in my round of stuff that I was hoping for for FM23, one of those things was, please do something with the set piece routines and the setup of it and the, the way that we can impact it but balance it in the game in terms of how much of an impact it can have on the overall game. Uh, So Mm. yeah, if they, if they do it, if they figure out a way, then I'd be more than happy with that. It's, it's that random thing. Whenever I'm drafting at the moment, I always feel incredibly frustrated when somebody scores a near post corner header against me and incredibly incredibly apologetic when I get one too. But We're just having to both play it because if we don't, the other one is and they get the advantage. So you have to do it in that sense. And as soon as that
0: can change, I think ultimately the better it will be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as as we've we've looked at in the, some of the patch notes, they, they've identified the effectiveness of, as they say, the kind of those free kicks, um, you know, indirect free kicks, kind of from the edge of the area. So those free kicks that you know you, you seem to see quite a lot, kind of in, in in the gap between kind of the edge of the eighteen yard box and like the corner flag in those wide areas. Because for me, in saves, and this is saves I've had across the board this year, so from from Mexico, which we don't talk about, all the way up to uh, like my Inter Milan save. If you have a free kick, if you you win a free kick in those areas, for the most part, they're almost as effective as penalties that I've seen. A lot of it is back post headers from those wide free kicks. Nobody knows how to deal with them. And it gives you a very, very, very good goal scoring opportunity nine times out of ten. So the fact that that's been identified and those have been those have been nerfed and or those have been the way that the AI defends those has improved. Hopefully it's, it's one of those small changes. It's balance, isn't it? I think that's that's what we all kind of keep coming back to, just to level the playing field a little bit, just to balance it out. Um, because again, it's, it, it speaks volumes to a, the way that people approach the game very, very differently as well, um, which again, is one of the beauties of a game like Football Manager, is that everybody plays it differently. You know, you'll speak to people who, when they're creating tactics, um, they're wanting to replicate tactics, do it in a certain way um like shout out friend of the pod uh all-round great human being uh aaron rdf tactics mm-hmm. you know he will he wants to replicate real life football when you know and that's what he does exceptionally well um his tactic videos are, are brilliant fun to watch and super you know super interesting super educational really 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 good stuff um you also speak to people like i remember drafting with um bust with dalgit um mm-hmm. in an older football uh, in an older fm Uh, And he was talking to to Tony Jameson about it and the way he was explaining his tactics were, this is how I set up and this is what it does to the match engine. So rather than trying to replicate a tactic in real life or have the team set up in a certain way, they're playing the game in order to exploit or get the most out of the match engine and the limitations that has and the way that it plays. So something like a set piece creator is... When it comes out, there will will be people that are trying to put together, you know, really intricate, you know, passing moves from, you know, corners or free kicks, whatever it may be, maybe dummy runs, that kind of thing. And there's also going to be people like, right, what is the most effective way that I can come up with that will score me goals from these set pieces based on the match engine limitations? Um, Jeb, there's been, there's been talk in the past of, you know, a lot of, there was a lot of talk earlier this year about the state of the match engine in general. Are you somebody that sees potentially an overhaul for
2: match engine on a wider scale, moving forwards? I think the match engine's getting better and it is, is improving game to game. I think it's just people associate the match engine with the animations and it's, Mm. it's two completely separate things. And i think Mm. bringing them both together is, is a very complicated. I think people talked about the spaghetti of code that they will need to go through to rip it all apart and start again. And it is a massive, massive job for what essentially is quite a small studio. Uh, the game studio is relatively small when you compare it to the EAs of this world and the, the bigger games. And they're releasing a game every single year. And I think I, I reiterated this when there was problems with the initial initial release. It's a small studio. They release a game every year. They, they don't have time to catch up in between because they've also got to change the game that's currently out and then prepare for the next game. So almost this... this update here i think there'll be one more update if i remember correctly how the, how it works going forward and then they need to focus on the next game and obviously they're focused on the next game already mm. uh looking at corners i was like well while you were chatting about it, it was just like right i couldn't remember i saw the statistic to be fair fulham and Tottenham have scored ten ten 10 goals from corners this season uh, it's the highest rate of corners, and there's also a famous quote from Mourinho where it's like, I don't know any country in the world other than England where a corner is applauded more than a goal, because that's how, <laughs> how how much the Premier League takes corners seriously. But uh, I think, yeah, it's still ten goals over an entire season. It's not four goals in a game or something like that from corners, unless you're Brentford against Liverpool. I mean, I think it's all that that was disastrous and, Shouldn't have reminded myself about that. <laughs> speaking of speaking about Virgil Van Dijk, there he didn't have a good time either. So there we are. Uh, indirect free kicks on the outside of the box as well against Real Madrid. There's another one. Right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this to yourself, Jay. Yeah, no, God. Oh. Uh, we played the Real Madrid this week. Oh no, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think. I think the match engine is steadily improving. I think that like I said, the, the two separate things are match engine, the animations and the, mm. the graphical input as well. The match engine can only be can only keep with the times and the trends of football as well, as as much as it can. Uh I think like we said about set piece create, it'd be a great thing to have, but it needs to be simple because what Football Manager needs to be is a simple, approachable game it's different it's a daunting thing for any new player to come into and it doesn't need to be more daunting and like some people just want to sit on the couch with a laptop uh, on the belly or on the lap or just just playing the game while other people watch stuff on tv or you've got something on the background that's where probably about 80 percent of the player base is and then there's nice people i was gonna say elite people it's like wow that'd be be very elitist of us there's elite people like us three who play on stream to the masses but i don't think i've ever been called elite to anything i'll take it yeah yeah, to podcasters but yeah uh i think yeah it's it's getting that balance so it's still that approachable game that they sell millions of copies of every single year and that's that's how it should be so it's, it's it's that fine balance
1: yeah, it's a, it's a big. It's really worth pointing out that fact that actually the match engine is doing pretty good. It's how the graphics engine can cope with actually showing a lot of those things that needs to improve. I think at this point, uh, it's been a lot of conversation in in recent times, hasn't it? About do we want FIFA style graphics? And I don't think we do. I think there's sort of middle ground somewhere between what we've currently got and where somewhere like FIFA is. But when you get the F one manager game that came out, that looked. So amazing in terms of its uh, graphical quality. You think they've got to be able to implement certain aspects of that, even if it's just like little cutscenes of going to your manager on the touchline, pointing at something and shouting at it. If you if your defenders have just let something happen, you know, just little things that might improve the 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 quality of how you get drawn into your game a little bit. That sort of stuff.
2: Brick walls, burger vans, and. <laughs> um, the other one I can think of the halt end at Villa Park because that stand just makes no sense when you <laughs> see it in the game because it's just this giant anomaly on its own. But yeah, uh, th- those type they're, they're like easy fixes as well. Just just yeah. make those, just make it like part of the crowd or more crowd in that corner. Just get rid of those mm-hmm. brick walls, burger vans, and the bins or the one ambulance in the corner or mm-hmm. the, the various little annoyances that you know. You start to focus on when you, you're three or four nil down you're just like why is that
0: there <laughs> like... yeah. Yeah. nobody's ever been to that burger van like it can't yeah. be making a profit there's no way i've never seen a single person stood there waiting so yeah, no. yeah little bits and pieces like that for sure um but i think that one of the other things we need to remind ourselves of as well is that in, in terms of as you say jeb it's a small studio um and it, but it's a studio that by and large is listening to its audience. Um, you know, is, and there aren't many others like it that, that would release a game on the scale of something like a football manager, where, you know, not only are they listening to they're actively encouraging feedback from their audience. And these are things that are being taken into consideration when they're making changes to the game. You know, we've got people, people like Holly, um, who's doing wonderful work, like with, with the wider FM community. That is a luxury that I think player bases of other games on this scale don't get to experience. Hmm. So that is something that I think we should be generally speaking incredibly grateful for because uh we're quite lucky in that respect and I know it's hard to feel that way sometimes when there are frustrations with the game with anything like that it's it's hard to be objective about it but when you look at the bigger picture we're not in a terrible set of circumstances so again it's it's the kind of thing i'm looking forward to spending more time in the match engine i'm looking forward to spending more time you know seeing how many of these changes are properly implemented um and you know and stop it from it's it's when you play the game and you've been sat there for a couple of hours and you realize actually not actively noticed any of these things they just you know and it's kind of been incorporated into your general um experience of, of, of how you play the game and you're like that that's when it starts to feel nice rather than panicking it's like oh there's a free kick from the edge of the area definitely not going to score this oh i have oh that's nice you know it, it's the way that you kind of uh, you know look at that information you been given from the update and stop being too overly analytical of how it affects every single highlight and every single part of the match engine so i'm excited plus i want other people to be worse at drafting so uh, we could potentially win some more um hey if anybody from the FM playoffs is watching, hey, maybe that's a stipulation. Everyone has to pick in a plug-in and play tactic from the beginning of the game and play that for an entire FM playoffs and we'll just see what happens. Uh, the McKinns why... rule. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the, the McKinns ruling. Um, and that's why nobody from the playoffs listens to my ideas for good reason. They're all horrible. Uh, they're always listening, Rich. They're always, they're always listening. They're always listening. They're always listening. <laughs> Moza has a key to my house now. Um, he's not been around yet, but you're always welcome, pal. You're always welcome um there we are so happy days more more of that kind of thing as, as I say we'll be sitting back down in a couple of weeks time to talk about you know the, the playoffs will be coming up so it'll be really in- interesting to be sat here in a few weeks time um taking these kind of factors into consideration as to how the game is played um now moving forwards because we, we, we've, got, we've got stuff to do today um one of us one of us uh from fmt has been sent recently as is my understanding a nice little, nice little gift in the mail uh and it's not me and i don't think it's you kev
2: um it's Jeb, really not what have, yeah what yeah it, it, it a is nice me do you want me to do my save update first? yourself uh. <laughs> yeah actually yeah let's, talk, <laughs> let's
0: let's talk save update actually sorry, i was
1: thinking how do i transition
0: <laughs> from this to that
1: how are yeah, we gonna... yeah because yeah.
0: somebody somebody forgot well, it was me. I, I forgot. So, yeah, Sorry. yeah. Talk, talk to us. Yeah, before, if before there's we there's anybody, about If there's anybody and,
1: out there that would like to become the uh, the host of a podcast, please send your
0: applications. <laughs> please. I'm so tired. I'm so, so tired. There's so much to remember. I'm so, so, so sleepy. Yeah, before we talk about the post, um, how's, how's Italy? How's Serie A
2: treating you, Jeb? So, I think when you last left me, I was about resigned to staying in Serie B because various things had happened. We'd gone on a bad run of form. Uh, that kind of continued on, unfortunately, because Cindy Van Hooydonk, so we had Van Hooydonk and Totty up front, not from 98-99 database. The, the Suns were playing up front for us. Uh, Van Hooydonk got sold. I couldn't get a contract to him in time, and he got sold. 600k minimum release, which is even more frustrating because I should have had a lot more for him. So he went. Uh, my Finnish-Irish defender, I couldn't give him a decent contract, so he went as well, and I was just a bit teetering on the edge to the point where I kind of lost my mind a bit and uh, went into the free transfer market and I went, what's out there? Oh, look, James Milner's there, he's 40 years old. Yep, click, I'll have him. <laughs> oh, look, Roman size is there. He's a central defender. He might be able to cover for uh, O'Shaughnessy. Click, yep, I'll have him. Ooh, I need a striker. Hmm. hmm. Oh, Mario Balotelli. Let's go for him. He's not going to cause any problems at all. So we picked up him. Then we also picked up... Uh, we, we'd we already put a transfer over him. It's really weird. I now have, in the, the same squad, two right-wingers called Macri. So I've got a David Macri, who's in the under-18s, and uh, Juan Macri, who's... Also 18, but he's in the first team squad, so he came in as well. He's a six foot two winger, he's old school. I'm trying to remember. Remember the really tall West Brom winger? I can't remember what his name is, I always forget it. Tall, uh, dreadlocks. Oh, it's gonna really annoy me, but he was quite skillful on the ball. I'm, I'm gonna go into my archives and remember who it is, but I'll, we'll get there. But we signed it and they came out there, and then we hit a patch of form. So this is FA Keeler signed, it was like a last minute desperation. He has. Twelves at best on his attributes. He couldn't stop scoring. Like, he scored seven goals in his first eight games, and he just kept kept on. Gonzalez on the left, Diallo on the right, and then Macri coming in as well. They kept on just providing for him, he just kept on. getting the end, we won seven out of our last ten and drew the other three, and we finished second and we got promoted to Serie A, which was just really unexpected. So yes, right, well, let's go big time. And then the board came in and went right. You, well done. you you're in the, you're in Serie A. Uh, your transfer budget is 150k and your wage budget is 250k (laughs) and of course all these players have lovely yearly wage rises and wage rises if they got promoted and my wage budget was completely shot just gone immediately I was like cool i'm in i'm in syria i can't spend anything i'm stuck with the same players And then a bid for Plazari came in. So he was the original goalkeeper. He was five-star potential rated. I think he'd got to four-star. A bid came in of 4.5 million. I was like, nope, can't do that. Then just went, right, asking price, 10 million. And then loads of other bids came in. And whatever bid came in, the board just accepted them. Luckily, Genoa came in with a 10 million bid. And that was where he went. So I got 10 million in for him. I've got some money to spend. Uh, I brought in Caprile. Uh, as the replacement keeper, he's almost on the same level as He Got him for 2.4 million. Picked up the Dutch midfield, Vanden Boomen, uh, so he can play defensive midfield. And uh, I brought it, I'd already arranged for a striker to come in called Guisand, who's just an effective pressing forward. So he came in as well. And that that's how, and Atal in at right back, but he's not been great, he's not been playing or anything. We got to Syria. We started and we started well. We won our first game. Then we drew our second game. Then we played to and We beat them. And then uh, we got to transfer deadline day, and I was like, my central defence is slightly creaky and worrying here because there's nobody like outstanding. There's no leader at the back here, and also. These guys are coming in with poor ratings. So I tried to get one on Transfer Deadline Day. I went to the board. And, I'd actually missed an email from the board where they say, oh, no, you can't have the wage budget. So I couldn't even argue. I'd missed that. So so I got Transfer Deadline Day, tried to shuffle a few players around, tried to sell some, got a little bit of money in to spend, but didn't get enough in. And I had this central defender all lined up. I was like, right, come on, get out the door. Get out the door. This player just needs to leave. And we would have been fine. This I could have had a central defender in who would have been it worked but then an agent offer came in and you know where the agent offer comes in the only thing that drew my eyes to it was a striker he was in argentina and it just said he's the next gabriel Battistuta, and i was like all right drop everything i'm going for him i'm getting him right now <laughs> so so we brought in this cavallaro he came in we didn't get the central defender after the first game after the transfer deadline day we played into milan we went one 0 up after two minutes everyone was going crazy And then uh, Martinez scored, and then Martinez scored again, and then Martinez scored again. Then four other players scored again, and we lost (laughs) 7-1. And that creaky defense, I had a 5.3 one of my central defenders Mm -hmm. got. I don't think I've seen a rating worse than that. I'd already hauled off one of them, and the other uh, defensive midfielders—it just wasn't working. So we paid the punishment on there. I then went to look at Cavalaro, and I'm like, "Oh, what a player! Let's have a look at him." A little bit more, dude. He's got the worst personality trait. I don't because because you don't put them onto original players because you can't put negative personality traits onto any players, just in case they get sued or anything along those lines. He's a mercenary. <laughs> just was like, "Oh no!" So, uh, so we didn't get the central defender. Uh, we then played just double check sorry i need to need to go back because i had it uh, right in front of me. and we then played uh palma and we beat them 3-1 immediately playing inter then we played juventus and we went 2-1 up against them and they only won 3-2 and we beat verona so we started off quite positively i mean four wins out of the first six games was good then we played Fiorentina, went 1-0 up against them and then we lost 6-2 the central defenders completely fell apart again and then we kept on going ahead in games, and they were either losing or drawing them. And I think we'd just beaten Torino. And just after we beat Torino, I went back to the board and went, Hiya, uh, please give me some money. Please, please just transfer budget. uh They increased the wage budget by 120k, and they increased the transfer budget by 250k, which is just perfect because I have now signed, ready for January, coming in, Schlotterbeck. Wow. Not Nico nice. Schlotterbeck, oh, Kevin Schlotterbeck, his <laughs> brother. He <laughs> also plays central defence. And he literally it literally is. I looked at, I compared Nico and Kevin, and it's just like, we've got Schlotterbeck at home. That's, that's yeah. basically what I'm for. <laughs> nice. So... Uh, Ama Diallo's had a massive falling out of me as well because just the four went out the window. We lost we lost or drew like six or seven games in a row. We're still 11th. I mean, I think the, the perfect way to not get relegated, that's what we're going to end up doing, is just to keep getting a point a game. And we're above that at the moment. So we'll keep pushing on. Hopefully we'll still be in Serie A next season. And then we can see, we know Verratti's around and we know Insignia's around to be picked up. So maybe finally bring one of those legends back. Uh, and mobile aid did score a hat-trick against us because, of course, he did. Yeah. At 37 years old, he's still scarily good. But that's where we're up to with that. And I had some posts this week, Rich. <laughs> did oh, you? No, no, no. Oh. Hang on, hang on,
1: hang on, hang on a second. There is yeah. still one thing I need to oh, yes, tell us yes, all about. Yes, yes, yes. There is one yes. thing.
2: I didn't rage quit on Thursday. Yeah, I didn't rage quit on Thursday at all. (laughs) I just left and thought, oh, Rich is on. I'm going to send my viewers there because, you know, I need a rest from this hour and a half stream that I've put on in the background. It was literally two minutes
1: after I'd left Rich's stream (laughs) to come and uh, check yours out for a little while, and you rage quit and sent me back to Rich. I thought, I can't get rid of him. (laughs) Yeah, so...
2: So the Fiorentina game, we like I said, we went 1-0 up. We actually brought it back to 2-2 and then they went 3-2 up. And then just before half time, uh Moise Keane was on just by the the uh the byline, crosses it in and Simeone puts it in. And I go, thank God that, that didn't look right. And VAR checked it and VAR went goal and then it showed the goal and Simeone was about six yards offside. <laughs> like <laughs> I put a screenshot that's, on my Twitter. It might bit. be a slight
1: exaggeration, but <laughs> okay, okay then. Sorry,
2: five yards offside. Yeah, that's better. Right, that's right. better. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so the ball was played in the the line. To be fair, the lines were about that far apart. It's even showing it offside, but it still counted. And I've seen we saw this in the path to the playoffs last week, and I've seen it. I think I saw it again in my favour while I was playing last night as well. There is a worry. There is something they might need to patch there because those VAR decisions are becoming dodgy and dodgy. But I am playing in the Italian league, so. Yeah, <laughs> <must be> said. <laughs> but yes, it was
1: an incredible moment. It was an incredible yeah. decision. And it was an incredible reaction from one Jebberoo. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now, now you, now you yeah. can move on to your post of this week because I, I've <laughs> sufficed on uh, offside gate. It's fine.
0: Yeah. i've had some posts have you jeb good good night everybody um <laughs> i don't want to talk about it now hey jeb have you had some
2: posts this week yeah i have so uh a company a couple of weeks ago followed me on instagram and i think they, they followed uh former host tony jameson as well uh, they're, they're basically a, a card company they made a game they got a kickstarter going uh they're called the football game co uh, you can find them on twitter and i'm sure we'll put links in the podcast description etc so they released this card game they sent me a, a sample of 50 cards and the way the cards work it's basically list off so for audio viewers the cards are very similar to similar to like cards against humanity or something along those lines they list off a subject and then they give you you can play the game several different ways you can play around the table which will probably do like eliminator type of thing uh you can do uh you've got to challenge yourself to name as many of the Answers in as many seconds, and then challenge back and forth, or you can do head to heads on the. That uh, it's it's like I said, it's an exciting game. It's something that, it's one of those games where you played it in the pub or you played it with friends and stuff like that. It's like all named teams that are played in blue in the Premier League, or or something along those lines. You go back and forth and do those answers. It's kind of formalizing that game, and just giving it a bit of structure uh and it is quite an exciting game i think tony's played it a few times on stream on his his streams and their kickstarter is going really well and the, they've got a couple of footballers involved as well to play it i know they're doing a brewery day in loughborough on wednesday so they're doing like a live version of it as well but i figured we could play it I say we you and kev can play it against each other so I picked out a few cards, so we can start. Oh, yeah. So it's very, very simple. I'll I'll give you the subject. I'll give you a couple mm-hmm. of minutes. Well, I'll give you a couple. I'll give you a couple of seconds to think, and then it'll just go back and forth until somebody gets the wrong answer or somebody can't think of an answer. I think that, that's Don't worry, Rich. Way. We'll be done in three minutes. We'll be fine. <laughs> yes, We're gonna
0: be fine. We'll be the, absolutely fine.
2: The first one's not got a lot of answers to it. The second one's got a lot of answers to it, and the third one's got exactly 20 answers to it, so. Right. Yes. Okay. I'll go with number one. Mm-hmm. And we'll start with Rich, because you're there. Yeah. Quite right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Right. Teams Mark Hughes has managed.
0: What about them? Oh, I've got to name them, haven't I? Um, yes. I knew that. I, I knew that. Really, I sure. was trying. To, I was trying to do a funny. You can do. Thing. Okay. Yeah. You, any any team? This is, by the way. Okay. okay. Teams Mark Hughes has managed. I'm sure Mark Hughes has managed Blackburn Rovers. Yep. Yeah. We go. Kev.
1: Hmm. This could be very quick. Who knows? Um. Southampton.
0: Well done, Kev. Um, I'm... <laughs> so, Jev, quick um, disclaimer Jev, here. For Jev, a... How many are there, just out of interest?
2: How many are? Uh, there are eight. Okay. Oh,
0: good. Oh, good. Um, again, quick disclaimer for a man whose streams over the last few weeks have essentially just become massive trivia nights. Uh, I feel like I should be doing better at this. Um... <laughs> Was Mark Hughes briefly at Man City? Yep. Oh,
1: yes. that was going to be the next one I was going to use. <laughs> um, right. We're clutching at straws already, I think, on this one a there's, little bit. There's a fair few big teams out there. A really big one, actually. Okay. Really big one.
0: Hmm. No pressure. No pressure. There's, there's lots of pressure, and I, so I can feel
1: I can feel the viewers switching off. Five. Yeah. <laughs> you know. uh, Four. Okay. Three. Thank you. Two. Yep. One. Chelsea. No no I, no, I, I, I no. had no idea I, and I know that I'm going to know these when you tell me them because this is how quizzes work all the time
2: mm-hmm. yeah the, the really big one was Wales it's <laughs> quite, quite ah. a country-sized team
1: fair uh, I, I, I uh, wasn't sure whether we we're doing clubs or not but I so so I hadn't wait,
2: yeah I was going to say international but I think it'd be really obvious if I said international that's why I didn't want to say international mm. clubs. Uh, <laughs> He started at Wales, Blackburn Rovers, City, Fulham, QPR, Stoke, Southampton, and he's now at Bradford. Yeah, kind of forget about the Bradford. At least least a couple in there. The the
1: the Stoke specific I should have known. uh, Should have been able to recall that one. But yeah, there's some interesting clubs in that. Some slightly obscure ones, I think. But fair
0: play to him. Right. I this absolutely is would I might... have said Chelsea next, by the way, Kev, if you hadn't said it. I, absolutely... <laughs> I don't know why. Because it, it just makes I've sense in my head.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one has lots of answers. And, uh, I'll, and do, I'll, do, I'll do the visual side of things. But it's a. Uh... Oh, is it going to work? Yeah. Players to have played. Well, uh, Players to have more than 50 caps for France. Start cool. with you, Kev.
1: 50 caps for France. Okay. Uh,
0: Deschamps. Have to consult with us, yes, that's correct. He's 103. 103. Um, that's nearly twice as many as he needed to qualify for this question. Um Hugo lorice
2: Yep, number one on the list, 145. There we go. Uh Zidane. 108. Paul Pogba. Pogba. 91. Uh Henri 123.
0: Well, that's lots, isn't it? That's 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 a very this very could large go on for
2: a caps. while, I
0: think. Couldn't it though? Yeah, Couldn't yeah, it? Yeah. We've got we've got the potential to drag this out enormously, haven't yeah. we? Um Olivier Giroud.
2: Olivier Giroud, yep, number four, 120. Um Desai Say 116. Um, god why was i about to say my,
0: my brain was like rich say graham lasso it'll be funny say <laughs> graham lasso it'll be really really funny and i was like
2: good oh, way boy, to end it quickly
0: telling, yeah. if my brain's telling me that it must be real uh rich's brain hates him um and golo kante
2: kante sure he's gonna be up here this is this way i'm gonna to have to use the search function just to double check <laughs> 53. Oof. <laughs> Skirting close.
1: impressive.
2: Yeah.
1: Um Laurent
2: Blanc. Laurent Blanc, yep, he's on there. Um Fabian Barthez. Yep. 87. Uh, Patrick Vieira. Vieira yeah, 107.
0: Oof. Um David Trezeguet.
2: Trezeguet. Seventy-one, Mbappe, sixty-eight.
0: Already, that doesn't seem. God, the pasture time is terrifying, isn't it? I He's don't only know exactly. five. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, sixty-six. Lizarazou.
2: That was sorry. Just to say, yes, he is on there. Yep, ninety-seven.
1: Who was that one? Somebody sorry, was.
2: Some, uh, Lizarazu. That was. Oh yeah. I was this is say, this. A minute, well. This is this is where it gets interesting because now remembering who you've said. <laughs> Indeed. <Yeah. laughs>
1: um Emmanuel Petit.
0: Yep. He's on there. Oh. oh, that's a very good shout. Um it's frustrating because it's probably where I was going to go next. Um, okay. Name a French player because there are loads um that we haven't said already. God
2: oh, damn it. Lillian Taram? yep he was the only one over 100 he hadn't got so far hey 142
1: um Karim Benzema
0: 97. Oof. Um, now what I can think of are modern day players who are permanently injured so aren't going to be on that list um all right I'm going to gamble on a, a relatively recent one Kingsley
2: Coman Oh, point to Kev. 46 Councillor Kingsley Coleman.
0: There we are. There we go. Wow. There yep. we go. Yep. I've missed a lot of very obvious ones
2: there, but I just... yep. My well, last, York behind... IF, yeah. Ribery, Evra, Maluda, Perez, Platini, Makalele. Yeah, my, uh, my next one was going to be Platini. Yep, he was on there anyway. So, point to Kev. So, comes down to the final one, and maybe my camera will focus on it. Uh, oh, is a good one now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's thinking about it as this as this focus thing we're supposed to uh current managers in the premier league uh you, you let's like go
0: first
1: yeah okay uh so let's go michael arteta
0: yep um okie dokie graham potter Unless as as
1: of time of time. recording,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I <was gonna> say. <laughs> who knows what tomorrow may bring?
1: Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Pep Guardiola, yeah, uh, Jurgen Klopp,
0: uh, Eric Ten Hag. Oh, of course, you went Ten Hag, didn't you? Of course, you did, <laughs> uh, because he manages that team that you support, um, um. Why can't I not only remember uh, Premier League managers, uh, Premier League clubs have now just all completely, completely left my head. Um, This is embarrassing. what's, What's the Premier League? Oh, God. Why can't I remember the name of any Premier League club or manager? Patrick Vieira. (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: there we go we've done the french players right uh. (laughs) Uh,
0: antonio conte yeah yeah because 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 of course conte is spurs manager um okay um oh sean dyche eddie howe um stop being so good and quick at this Kev. why can't i remember (laughs) premier league clubs um okay oh um 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 um, um Spanish fella who manages the Villa, he used to manage Arsenal who's really really good at managing European competitions whose name I now can't remember um I oh can. no yeah Kev can Kev, Kev knows it because Kev's Kev's really clever um Oh my god, what's happened to my brain? Why won't it <laughs> remember his name? Um, because now all like you and I Unai Emery. There we go. Okay. Scott Parker.
2: No. What? Yeah, he's a he's at Club Bruges. Yeah. Scott Parker no. got sacked at the start of the season. Did he? Yeah, <laughs> Scott parker has been gone for a while.
1: <laughs> so, oh,
2: okay. I thought he was still at yeah, Fulham. Gary uh, Gary O'Neill's there. Marco Silva's at Fulham. So, well, I messed that one up completely because I had Scott Parker others. is managing in the Champions League currently. So Okay. So there we are. So there we yeah. are. The I, I had so break. many others
1: I could have gone to for that
2: one. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Came well, out I just of nowhere. Scott Parker I was like,
0: well, "I might miss yeah. something like." That's really <laughs> frustrating. Of course, it's Marco Silva. Yeah. Oh my goodness! That's that. That suddenly, that just feels like there's a lot less pressure on me now. Because honestly, <laughs> there, are, there are so many I could have gone for. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. I don't think at this at this point in time. At this point in time, I honestly don't know if I could name twenty Premier League clubs, let alone their managers. Just, my brain has completely failed me, uh, as it frequently does. Um, but I also won so morally yeah, exactly. well that's well, slightly totally embarrassing right. actually no I don't, I don't think I don't think I won as much as Kev lost so yeah that's that very end. true do you know the, yeah. do you know
1: the really funny thing my wife is out at the moment she'll be back in a little mm-hmm. while and one of the things that I do with her regarding football because she's not a massive football fan but she mm-hmm. uh, a couple of seasons ago wanted to learn all of the managers to all of the clubs as a thing to do during that particular season and of course mm-hmm. halfway through some of them change and it complicates yep. things and stuff but she got it down about two seasons ago she could do it and now if she was playing this game she would have beaten me in that particular <laughs> round because she still <laughs> has some of that going around in her head that she can still name those and there are so many others that i could have chosen and known that they were right and just there's so many that have
2: changed though even in the last month or so oh or yeah like, absolutely yeah. And, you
1: know it, um that just yeah
2: I mean, so my favourite favorite, favorite rumour this week is that uh, Chelsea are going to sack Potter and hire Deserby, who's taken over Potters yeah. job. Brighton. <laughs> yes. it's, just, yeah. it's just like, you won two <laughs> games, right, we'll have yeah. you now instead. See, we'll I see. mean,
1: they're, they're not far down the road from me, and that would have been one of the ones I should have gone to next uh, with Deserby, because yeah. I'm fully aware of him, but yeah, <laughs> just one of those random things. I'm, yeah okay Thanks hey. to, uh, so the, the, the i might game. not be here next week but <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah ne- next time the cards come out um there'll be yeah, yeah. a quick uh just a, a quick change in uh in the hot seat in, yeah uh, the yeah. united city household um oh i like that wow. i like that game a lot yeah. i'm i'm a big fan of that kind of thing
2: um i, I like the idea of the of pressure it. Of the pressure on your face was just amazing to watch as you were trying to think through it but it's oh, that that's uh. It's the type of game you you want to play with a couple of mates around, even just something over stream as well. It's a, it's a nice little mm-hmm. challenge. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think, think think it'll do really well. I think the time pressure one as well, like we were a bit nice on that one where, where Richard mm-hmm. just like a deer in headlights for that. But there is there is the challenge of like name, say how many you can name in 10 seconds or mm-hmm. a minute or something. Like so it's different yeah, I'd, ways I'd, you can play it. Well,
1: I will demand a rematch at some point and try and get my credibility back again at some point. But for now, I'll take it on the chin and just say that was a weird one, was not it? Yeah. yeah,
0: that was what 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 a way to uh what, what a way to end that game. That was brilliant fun. Um yeah, that is I I will say now officially that is not the last time that game will be making an appearance on this podcast. I love that. Uh even though it didn't look like it for the audio listeners, um, good good well you've made the right choice this week that's all i'm saying um for, for people watching this on on youtube or patreon um yeah. that is the true face of fear um so there we go um <laughs> also really interestingly just before we press record uh jeb has asked me for the fight the uh the, the footage um kind of pre-edit for, for different reasons i have a feeling that that rich's face of fear might be making an appearance in yeah as a
2: youtube show it's just going to be 40 yeah. seconds of that and no no sound at all yeah
0: just yeah <laughs> have you I wondered what an existential crisis looks like because uh, it happened today. Football trivia trivia caused Rich to completely just disassociate. It was brilliant fun.
1: All I'll say is I can win debates. When are we bringing them back? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> never
0: never uh, we na- we now fight via the medium of trivia
2: kev that's how it
0: happens on this podcast that's how we uh, do there's a now.
2: there's a lot more french players on that list i mean if people want to go and have a go at naming them in comments or various things they can go for it mm. at least our cheek though don't, don't be yeah, horrible no like point that yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah exactly
0: don't use the internet because apart from to I've- watch or listen to this podcast
2: I was going to say, yeah, on the YouTube comments, we can have our own version of the Eliminator below it and we'll just eliminate somebody (laughs) when they get it wrong. (laughs) Is that members of the podcast? Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Because I'm in trouble. Kev's intro, yeah. exactly. No, it's, it's great. What a brilliant, what a brilliant game that is. Um, as I say we'll put all the links to their uh, Kickstarter and all the other information mm. in the description for the podcast as well. So I think you, you and
1: I are going to have to get a pack of these, though, Rich. Each, so oh, we, we can bring we Jeb into are. that at some point. So we'll have to <laughs> yes. work on that. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's,
0: that, yeah, we'll definitely, definitely get involved with that. So links will be down in the description of the podcast if you want to get involved yourselves. But what, what a brilliant, what a brilliant bit of kit that is. I like that a lot. I've got a lot of time for it, uh, and long may it continue. Um, Well, on that basis, I mean, I don't think this can improve for me in any way, shape or form this week. So I don't know how you fellas feel, but I reckon that's probably a podcast.
1: I I don't feel I've got the gravitas to say so anymore, but okay, if you say so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Wonderful. Sure. Yeah. Why not? why not so um in terms of things we are doing moving forwards um if you are watching this on monday afternoon. If you're watching this on the Patreon, uh, why not come and hang out with us on Monday evening? Because this coming Monday is going to be the return of the FMT network save. We're very, very excited. Um, Again, if you enjoyed me just looking terrified then, uh, imagine how terrified I'm going to look when we boot up the save and I forget everything that's happened previously and the mess I've probably left myself in. So Monday night, 7 p.m., we will be uh, hopping back aboard the Network Save train, and I can't wait to get started. Uh, obviously, listening to this uh, on Monday or Tuesday next week, you'll know that podcasts have now gone 2-0 in, uh, the, in Sunday evenings, FMT versus the Community Community Draft, Mad Scientist Retro Database. We're all going to have a lovely time hanging out with some really, really great people from the FM community, playing some football manager. And having a very, very, very silly conversation because that's exactly what happened last time and long may that continue. Obviously, one of us won. Um in your yeah, face community. obviously Yeah. yeah. Bring yeah. it. Try, try Come harder on. community. Try harder. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take on all comers. <laughs> I'm not gonna landing. let you
2: win this time, Rich. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I lose, so you can
0: if I if I walk so you can run, Jeb, that's absolutely fine. Not a problem in the slightest. Uh Jeb. Before we go, if people would like to find you making that sweet sweet content online and definitely not rage quitting, where can they find you doing it?
2: Uh twitch.tv forward slash twitter forge last Obviously, the playoffs is this week. I'll be directing and putting it all together in the back. Uh also a thank you this week for views on YouTube and likes and various other things. Really good. Please keep that up. Mm-hmm. Please share this. If yeah, you're not subscribed you. on YouTube, please click that subscribe button get all of our content as it comes out and obviously the patreon as well i think we are looking to make some patreon content soon if mm. rightly rich
0: yes this is very 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 correct very correct patreon content is going to be kicking off over the next month or so so again patreon.com uh, patreon.com forward slash fmt pod is where you can get all of this get early access extra episodes uh and you'll just be helping us out loads because you know the money that we make from patreon goes back into the making of podcasts so please feel free to get stuck in. Uh, Kev, where could the people find you making that sweet, sweet, sweet content? Uh,
1: yes, you can find me at the United City FM, both on Twitter and Twitch. I'm on Twitch every weekday afternoon, three till 5 p.m., or pretty much every weekday afternoon. Occasionally, there's a break for one reason or another. And you can find me there. Come and join us on my route home from Ukraine to England in our Homeward Bound series. Um, and yeah, as has as already been said, please continue to support the content. We really love making it it's great to have the engagement from the community. So let us know what you think and feel about it. Ask us a question if you've got a question, all those kind of good stuff. And don't forget the playoffs this week because they are awesome. 100%
0: 100 percent agree. 100 percent agree. Um, as for me, twitch.tv forward slash rich fm, uh at rich on Twitter. And again, yeah, we just, just to reciprocate, just to just to reiterate what's just been said, we massively value your feedback. Uh we appreciate as Jeff said the numbers on YouTube have been brilliant this week. So thank you for your continued support of podcasts. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, especially you. Especially, especially. I'm just talking to you now, especially you. Nobody else listened to this, just just, just you. We really, really like you. You're great. Um, So thank you. Genuinely, thank you, everybody. Um, This has been great fun. I I love my Saturday mornings. I love them so, so much. Um, Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of Football Manager Therapy. And we will see you on the next one. You take care. Love you lots. Bye-bye.